from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Everyone, John Leonetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app, Monday, March 30th. Thanks for tuning in today. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here very soon, going to talk about the raising, the rising of Lazarus from the dead. John Edwards at 715 today, founder of Pew Ministries, Just a Guy in the Pew podcast. We're going to talk today about the virtual Catholic Men's Conference that I have the honor of joining, uh, giving a talk, going to be recording that today. It's going to be April 2nd to the 5th, so uh, different speakers all around the country are going to be joining this virtual Catholic Men's Conference. There's also a virtual Catholic Women's Conference that's going to be happening during that time, too. We're going to give you all the details coming up at 7.15, and it is free, by the way, which is pretty cool. Megan Selwa, Channel 13 Meteorologist, going to give us a live update of what we have in store for our weekly forecast. Joe Stopulis, a host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio, going to give us a rundown of his show. And at 7.45, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, Executive Editor for EWTN News. We're going to talk about the Universal Church, how the Church in its entirety is handled handling the effects of this virus, uh, an update on priest deaths from around the world as well, and, and much more. So Dr. Matthew Bunsen, uh, I, I interviewed him way, way back when, uh, and since then he has just exploded. It's been fun to be able to see him uh, and, and all he continues to do. I know he's a great church historian as well. So we'll have a doctor on at 745. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well. Jimmy with your traffic. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a jam-packed show wall to wall. Who says we're not busy during this time? Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. You holding up? I am. You know, I'm, I'm holding up that self-quarantine slash couch potato very well. Yeah. Now, does your work have you at home now? Uh, no. No, I okay. To, I have to go in later on today. So, no, uh, not yet. We're, you know, the whole, uh, we haven't talked about this because it's not been a big priority, but it will be, and that is the election uh, information going out, uh, going to the polls on election day. That could mm-hmm. be interesting here in the next, uh, well, few elections that are coming up. So we're working on that right now. Now, when's the next election? Uh, June 2nd. That June is the 2nd. primary. Okay. Yep. Okay. Now, I'm sure you send out all the ballots and everything beforehand. Yeah, they start working on that. Matter of fact, you can request a ballot, uh, John. They, they, they're called absentee requests. Uh, they're online. You can download it. If folks don't need, don't have one, they'll be shortly getting one mailed to them. How okay. about that? There's a little breaking news right there. They'll yeah. be mailed to them. If they want to participate that way, 
because uh, it's, it's affected how you go to the polls on election day with the you know the, the self quarantine and social distancing. We're going to have to maintain that through the elections too, and we don't want to have our poll workers in that affected, much like the voters. Well, let's hope by June second things are are getting back to normal. Yeah, you know, we, we have a lot of things that are positive right now. You know, the testing process for the coronavirus is getting better. There's more uh, ventilators being uh, built to help with the communities that need it, especially out east where New York and that area, uh, they have more population and they have more people sick, and that's where they need the ventilators. I think that is all getting better, but the one thing they haven't done is the vaccine. They haven't got a vaccine. They've gotten some testing back, but it's early. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, that takes a while, so we'll see. Yeah. So anyway, uh, have you moved up in the standings from last place to even second to last place in the uh, the wee standings of nope. the Leonetti household? No, nope. the, the highlight of my weekend same. was continuing to get beat by my four-year-old in wee bowling. So I'm just happy that my son discovered that there's also Super Mario Brothers on there. So he's fine with uh, playing that once in a while <laughs> instead of beating me down also at, at wee bowling. So. See what happens when you turn your back and you go into the other room to, to be a part of the social distance, yeah. distancing, and uh, he, he discovers other channels on the Wii. That's that pretty is much it. amazing. That's I love it. Pretty much <laughs> it. School starts today again, though, so, you know, he, he has That's his right. fun over the weekend, but uh, the school, we, right. we hunker down. All right, sir. Well, that's good to know. Hey, we got a beautiful day. Folks can get outside and maintain social distancing. John, they got a perfect 10 on Channel 13 today as today weather. You don't see that maybe a handful of times throughout the year, but today's a perfect 10 to be outside. That's what I've heard, so I think this afternoon will be a nice one. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get right to it. Uh, this morning from the uh, WHO-TV Channel 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, who will be joining us here at the bottom of the hour with John. Currently from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, mostly clear skies, 35 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. And today we will see mostly sunny skies here in central Iowa. Today's high, 61 degrees, a northeast wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And you can see why that is a perfect 10 on the weather charts. Tonight we'll see increasing clouds overnight, a low of 40 degrees, and then tomorrow, Partly cloudy, dry, high of 60 degrees for your Tuesday. Wednesday, more of the same. Partly cloudy and a high of 60 degrees. And on Thursday and Friday, we can see a chance of rain moving in. Highs in the mid to upper 50s on both days. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, well, President Trump is extending social distancing guidelines for 30 more days as the coronavirus continues to spread. Now, four Iowans who've tested positive for the coronavirus have now died. 38 additional Iowans have tested positive for the coronavirus. Coronavirus. That brings a total number of positive cases to our state to 336 as of yesterday. The, the state says that 5,013 tests have come back negative. Now, Iowa Department of Public Health leaders estimate uh, the first peak of the coronavirus could come within the next two to three weeks. Department leaders say the estimate could change depending on how seriously uh, communities are taking prevention methods put in place by state and local leaders. Now, government leaders say every Iowan needs to assume the virus is in their community and they recommend they continue to recommend self-quarantine and social distancing stay home stay healthy 
Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And again, all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended through April 10th. That date may get extended due to uh, President Trump's extension of the uh, social distancing guidelines. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 35 degrees with northwest winds at 5 miles per hour. And today uh, we will see mostly sunny skies here in central Iowa, a high of 61 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a good drive this morning. No accidents to pass along as we get things started off. Right in seven minutes as you're heading into downtown on 235 from the west and east mixer. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Deacon. Or excuse me, thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave. <laughs> it's all about soul. It's all about faith. Deacon Dave O'Brien, how you doing? Sure, you got Deacon Dave or Deacon Jimmy? I, I don't know. I got Deacon Tony. I got Deacon Dave. I got Jimmy. <laughs> we got a lot of deacons around here. Um, how, how are you holding up? You doing okay? I'm good. What's it like in the hospitals right now? Well, it's still uh, preparing for the worst, but so far we've done a great job, I think, in in making sure people are are calm and in uh, getting sense of what they need to do and what they need to be ready for. They do test every employee now coming in so we get screened not test but we get screened for temperature and coughs or anything that maybe we might have picked up or anything along the way so now, know, is that every day yep every day wow. now, every now every step we take a little bit more uh to make ensure that uh our our employees are okay so make sure there's no symptoms there at all. And, and uh, now I, I'm sure you're having to talk with, or you are talking with others that are working there. You're you're, you're the kind of the spiritual uh, leader of, of Mercy. Well, that's kind of what we're doing. We're just kind of making sure the whole department here in the chaplaincy has uh, been called to, uh, you know, just try to bring a certain spirituality to, to a calmness, you know, and a peace of Christ kind of thing as we walk the halls and talk to people and how they're, um, anxious and how maybe we can uh, pray together and just kind of uh, put themselves at ease as they care for the sick. Very brave people, right? As they care for the sick, they're ready to go, and uh, I'm really impressed with them. I'm not a fan of uh, of what's going on, to say the least, right now. This is a difficult time, I think, for everyone. Everyone's dealing with it in different ways, um, but it's a struggle, no doubt. But I'll tell you, if there's anything that has helped us see the importance of the spiritual life, I hope it's this, um, because it has brought the country in many places to its knees. And uh, when that happens, I'm hoping that people are looking up and realizing that, in the end, this isn't it, you know, that, that, that life... Life eternal wins. 
Well, yeah, it, it certainly makes you reflect on your life, doesn't it, John? Yeah. I mean, it's just things that you do in your life, the most important things, the things that are not so important, those kind of things. So it really has, it really has given us a great perspective on really what life is and how quickly things can change in our life. Yeah. You know, that's another thing, you know, and how do we, and how do we respond after this particular moment in time that we get through it? How do we, how do we, how do we go on from here? What have we learned? And, um, and like the, I think the powerful prayer, the, the country is on its knees, and you know, I, I just I believe that we we don't ever let that go. Once we've got it, let's keep it. I'm with you. Uh, and talking about Lazarus, here's the resurrection, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Talk about an isolation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lazarus in the tomb for four days. Uh, by far, probably one of the most um, important and impressive miracles that before Jesus goes in for his passion, right? Uh, that he raises Lazarus from the dead. And he does it, uh, I, I wouldn't even say so much for Lazarus or himself, he's doing it for the people around him, that they may have faith as they say, as he goes into this passion and watch what he's going to go through, and then three days later he's going to rise from the dead also. Yeah. So I just think it's a very powerful message, both in image and in word. I am the resurrection of the life, you know, if you believe in me all of that. So I just think it's very, very important for all of us, even at this time in our lives, as we're going through Lent, and probably one of the hardest Lents we've ever gone through is, is, is that perspective of eternal life. Not just this life, but the next life. This was the last of the of the twelve signs for John. And John, we don't see uh, they're not called miracles; they're called signs. And uh, this is kind of the cherry on top. This is the one that leads, as you said, Deacon Dave, into the into the passion. And so this is the big one here. I mean, uh, you, you just can imagine. I'm I'm trying to picture as I'm hearing this gospel yesterday. I'm trying to picture Lazarus walking out tied, you know, with garments around his his head, the oils that they would have put on his body. You know, walking out of that, what what scene that must have been? Yeah, I, you know, me, I watched the Jesus of Nazareth tape, you know, which is an older one, and but I, I love that's my favorite scene in the whole thing. Everybody just drops to their knees, and of course the music was playing, and there's no such the music I don't think was playing then, yeah. but certainly very powerful. And Jesus, here's the thing: Jesus calls him out. We are all called out, right? We're all called out of something that we may proclaim the good news of Christ. We may proclaim eternal life, that there is victory over death. Mm-hmm. Amen. Would you give us your blessing today? I will. Loving and gracious God, we just ask you for the grace to persevere day by day, Lord, as we prepare and get ourselves ready for this Easter season and the, the resurrection and your power over death, that we may never, ever, ever, ever forget Lord, what you gave us on that day. So, Lord, we just ask you for that blessing in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Dave O'Brien. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Take care, John. Coming up, uh, friends, right after this, John Edwards, founder of Pew Ministries, Just a Guy in the Pew podcast, going to be talking about the virtual Catholic men's and women's conferences are going to be taking place April 2nd to the 5th. You have an opportunity for free to be involved in that. I'll be giving a talk for the men. Uh, and I know they got some awesome, awesome speakers a part of this, so it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. John Edwards, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Monday. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Well, I used to 
used to play pickup basketball with Dean, but uh, haven't for, for quite a while now. We've kind of shut things down, of course, when all of this was starting to get bad, but that doesn't mean that I don't stay in contact with him, and I do via text. 515-963-4494, Roofing Ankeny, residential re-roofs all throughout central Iowa, and has been doing them for the last 30 years. RoofingAnkeny.com, 963-4494. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Here's important information from the Iowa Department of Public Health. COVID-19 is spreading in Iowa. More Iowans will become ill. Most will have only mild or moderate illness. These people may not need to be tested. If you need to see a medical provider, call first. Don't just walk into the clinic. All ill Iowans should stay isolated at home until they don't have a fever for at least three days. Their cough or shortness of breath have improved, and it's been at least seven days since symptoms started. Questions? Call the COVID-19 info line at 211. Furnished by the Iowa Broadcasters Association. The Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Quality, not just the customer service, but the commitment to the quality and workmanship and the materials used, is next to none. Originally founded in 1999, over 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. Still see their trucks out there. GoldenRulePHC.com. Matthew Bunsen coming up in the second half hour, executive editor for EWTN News. Going to talk about the global church and how it's affecting, this virus is affecting the church. So we'll have Dr. Matthew Bunsen coming up. Uh, at 7.45 today. All right, let's get to my next guest, founder of Pew Ministries, just a guy in the Pew podcast, uh, and a big-time helper here for the Virtual Catholic Men's Conference and Women's Conference. It's going to be taking place April 2nd to the 5th. John Edwards. Hey, John. Hey, John. 
John. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Good to have you back on. It's always a treat. Uh, we're not going to share your powerful story again, but I'll tell you, friends, if you ever missed that, that was that was an interview of interviews right there with uh, John's life-changing, I'll say conversion, you know, in, in what took place in your life. But now you're you're full throttle. You're going forward in this faith. And, and something that I know you're doing that's pretty awesome is this virtual Catholic men's conference that's going to be taking place. Whose idea was this? Well, you know, it's, it was uh, my idea with Matt Ingold. You know, we were on the phone together about two weeks ago this past Thursday. Um, both of us slated to, to get on planes the next day to go to a couple of men's conferences. I was headed up to Milwaukee to speak at the Men of Christ and was literally packing my suitcase when I got a text that, you know, said, hey, John, we're going to have to cancel. The, the bishops asked us to, to rethink this. And, you know, I talked to the guys up there, and not only were they disappointed about the event, but they had – you know, venue costs and all these things that they were trying to figure out how they're going to pay for now. And, and uh, Matt and I were on the phone together, and at the same time, he started getting these cancellations. And, you know, we started talking about it. And the next thing you know, we started hearing the, you know, the, the things about parish activities being uh, postponed and small groups not being able to meet. And, and most importantly, you know, the Mass was going to be postponed for an unforeseeable amount of time. So we just kind of said, man, like, what are we going to do? Our hearts sank a little bit. And, you know, Matt kind of said, hey, you know, what if we did something virtual? And we laughed about it and said, man, uh, yeah, it sounds like a good idea. You know, got off the phone, said we would pray about it. And that night, Matt called me back and said, John, like, you know, the Spirit it just keeps putting this in my, in my thoughts and in my prayers. And it was doing the same thing to me. Uh, he said, I can build this thing. I have the, the knowledge to be able to build the, you know, the, uh, the platform for this. But I don't really know anybody. And I said, well, I know people. I knew you know, guys like you, John, and you know, a bunch of the other speakers over the last couple of years of, of you know, traveling around to these conferences. So we started reaching out. And when we thought we'd have three or four speakers, John, we have 30 on each side of the conference now. Wow. And these are, you know... These are some of the biggest names in the church on both sides. It's incredible, man. And, and it's, it's free, which is even better. Yeah. Yeah, so we put it together. All these guys like yourself and, and the ladies, they are all donating their their talks their time their talent their treasure for free uh you know so many so many of these speakers had presentations ready for you know all of these conferences a lot of a lot of folks like yourself are going out of town two or three times a week i mean we've got these conferences now during lent so a lot of people had things prepared and, and this gives them a way to still be able to deliver the message to to actually uh, you know a, a bunch of people at once instead of a bunch of different venues but you know, uh, in one place at one time and be able to give the work and the, the, the message the Lord you know, laid on their heart out to people, you know, through this time as it is, you know, with the social distancing. How many people are signed up? Right now, this morning, we hit over 7,000. That's incredible, man. 7,000 people for this. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you guys were excited, I got an email, you know, because you guys had like 500 people involved. And, and now you're up to 7,000 people, and that's only growing. Yeah, we, we started out, I think Friday night we had 5,000, and over the last two days there's been 2,000 people sign up. Matt told me it was something like a person a minute. It's just been crazy. It's just awesome, man. And, and uh, what, what are some of the talks? What are we going to be hearing? Well, you've got, you know, you've got presentations from Jason Everett. I know he's going to talk about you know three things uh, to help you through temptation. Father Mike Schmitz is going to be talking about integrity. Uh, Father Larry Richards is going to talk about hope. Um Let's see, I know that uh, Mark Hartfield's going to talk about the passion. So there's there's a bunch of different people talking about a lot of things. Like I said, there's huge names in the church here and then on the women's side. Sister Bethany, um, I know there's 
Maria Spears and uh, uh, Vera Maria Santo, Devaney Cooper, uh, Stacy Summerall, and they're all going to be talking about you know things like keeping hope in these times and and what the Lord is calling us to do is is um, is spouses and and you know through these challenging times. I mean that's the thing. A lot of people are looking for those answers. There's a lot of people out there right now wearing the homeschool hat, the, the spiritual leader hat, the, the working from home hat. And a lot of people are confused about how to do all this stuff, and so a lot of these talks are going to speak into that where where we are in these times and and what the Lord wants us to do in this time where He's you know called us all out in the desert with Him. That's pretty awesome, man. And and it, it, as we said, it is free. Do you have to sign up beforehand, or how does that work? Yes, they need to go to virtualcatholicconference.com, dot com, and you can sign up. You know, all the way up to the weekend, it's going to be free from April the third through April the fifth. That starts at noon on April the third and goes till midnight on that Sunday, and it's an on-demand experience. A lot of people have been asking about that. How is this? Is it live stream? These are all pre-recorded 20-minute videos, but the difference is everyone's going to have, uh, every presenter has a list of questions and takeaways. So we're developing a workbook that you're going to be able to download and, and take this with you afterwards to really put into practice what people have talked about. But when you log on Friday, you're, you're, you're off to the races. You know, you can look at anybody's videos at any time you want, and we're also going to send out a guide this week where you'll see the pictures uh, and the, the, ta- the talk titles and descriptions of every talk on both sides so you can go ahead and plan your conference experience because we've got 16 hours of content on both sides of the conference. Wow. That's just awesome, man. I mean, what what the Holy Spirit has done already for this is just incredible. Uh, VirtualCatholicMensConference.com is where you can go, friends. VirtualCatholicMensConference.com. Sign up today. By the way, I want you to plug your uh, Just a Guy in the Pew podcast. Thanks. Yeah, you can find that on any podcast platform out there in the world. You can go to www.justaguyinthepew.com. Uh, we've been fortunate to have you know 55 episodes so far listened to in over 75 countries. The Lord's just blessed it. You know, I never thought when we started that, you know, I'd have five people listening, let alone people in different countries. But the Lord's been good, and uh, you know, we talk about the things that men struggle with. You know, the the, the line of the podcast is. Welcome to the Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person that could do something about it, Jesus Christ. That's awesome, man. John Edwards, everyone. Founder of Pew Ministries, Just a Guy in the Pew podcast, and co-founder of the Virtual Catholic Men's and Women's Conference that's going to be taking place the 3rd to the 5th of April. Again, virtualcatholicmensconference.com. Thanks for inviting me to be a part of it, brother. Thank you for saying yes. We love to have you, John. All right, John. We'll talk to you soon, man. That's John Edwards, everyone. Good stuff. Yes, I can't say it enough. I mean, they they do. They have some big names, man. I mean, skip over mine. Go to, go to all those other ones because they are awesome on there. They they've got some great topics. I was skimming through those yesterday as well, and uh, I, I like how there's going to be kind of a um, a uh, uh, you know workbook component to it. You know, something that you really take in and implement into your life. So, virtualcatholicmensconference.com. Uh, let's go to Megan Selwell. Well, I hear today's a perfect 10. It looks really nice outside. So especially after some of the days that we've had lately, I think you'll really enjoy today. So that is going to be a nice treat for us. Temperatures are looking to be decent and above average. In fact, we're going to be up uh, near the 60-degree mark today. We should have lots of sunshine as well with mainly sunny skies. Winds will stay pretty calm, uh, maybe come a little more east-northeast through the end of the day, but they'll be very light. Tonight, partly cloudy. We will see a low of 40 degrees tomorrow, mostly sunny. Temperatures will be back up in the upper 50s. We will start to see a few more clouds building in as we 
go into Wednesday, and we could even see a chance of a few showers, but mainly in far northern Iowa. Thursday, we will have mostly cloudy skies, and again, we do have a chance of rain for Thursday. Temperatures will be in the low 60s. Friday stays mostly cloudy, a few scattered showers with a high of 53. And then over the weekend, it does get a little bit colder. We'll have mostly sunny skies, temperatures back in the low to mid-50s on Saturday. And on Sunday, it will be mostly sunny, a slight chance of showers with a high in the upper 50s. So overall, the week looks pretty good. Uh, better rain chances as we head to the end of the week. Yeah, okay. Well, it sounds like this beginning of the week. If you haven't gotten out to get a walk yet or something, get a little fresh air, maybe sit on the patio or the deck, this is the time to do it. Megan Selwa, thanks for, for coming on. Yes, enjoy the weather this afternoon. It will be beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to do just that. Awesome. Uh, all right, coming up in the second half hour, Joe Stopulus. We'll have Dr. Matthew Bunsen on as well, executive director uh, and editor for EWTN News. Going to talk about the global church during this crisis, how it's affecting uh, so many people, even just outside of the United States. You know, it'll be good to kind of get uh, name some countries and see how the, the church is being affected there. Um, and, and, you know, good in the sense that we can keep them in our prayers and we can continue to uh, to unite with them we are the universal catholic church you know this when this affects some of us it affects all of us so uh we'll have dr matthew on in the second half hour all right everyone don't go anywhere we're here monday march 30th john lee in the morning retaining walls fences sidewalks and patios so many have water and drainage issues around their home and many don't even know it if you've been in your home now for about five years there's probably a good chance that there's some soil settling or some water around the foundation and yard that needs to be managed. Grading and installing drainage tile can fix these issues because, look, especially right now, you don't want something to go wrong because then you got to actually fix it and you want to take preventative measures. Uh, that is Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design have been with us now uh, for just a few months, and I'll tell you, already uh, it's been fun to be able to see the great work that they continue to do. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. That is FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went to the Mount of Olives, but early in the morning he arrived again in the temple area, and all the people started coming to him, and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made her stand in the middle. They said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They said this to test him, so that they could have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground with his finger. But when they continued asking him, he straightened up and said to them, Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again he bent down and wrote on the ground. And in response they went away one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin any more. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus tells the woman to not sin any more, but why in this case doesn't he also condemn the woman since if anybody has the power and authority to do so, it's him. His mission on earth is ultimately to deliver humanity from sin and death. It's at his second coming that will be judged. Jesus' patience with a woman isn't to be confused with him condoning sin. 
It's indicative of the mercy that he shows every sinner by drawing us along to grow in holiness. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Floors for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Floors. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. I'll tell you, talk about inspiring Blessman International. Before they, they had to come home, and many of their workers had to come home there from Limpopo, the province in South Africa, uh, you know, in, in the work that they're doing. I mean, building toilets and, and uh, getting out so- uh, resources to those that are, are so poor that, that you know, they, they don't even know where their next meal is going to be coming from. And Blessman International is there to do their part in helping serve 12,000 meals there each and every week. Um, they had to leave, though. And uh, because of that, they, they didn't know what they were going to do. And a lot of these families didn't know what they were going to do for weeks on end. So what does Blessman International do? Well, they, they put together packages and boxes for each family that they serve to get them through 21 days. 21 days that, that they'll be able to have something there to eat. Blessmaninternational.com. Org. Thank you for underwriting the show. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Monday to you as we get closer and closer to Easter as we approach Palm Sunday weekend this week. Oh, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sure will. And, you know, hats off to uh, all our our priests and deacons who are providing Mass online every day. I know uh, Sunday's the day we gather around the TV, put it on the YouTube channel. I didn't even know that existed until all this happened, John. I learned something. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't know it existed, but uh, we do the same each Sunday, just gather around our computer and... And uh, virtual live stream, uh, we, we, we go to Word on Fire, Bishop Barron's Mass is, I think, really well done, and he, of course he's got great homilies that he, he provides there, but yeah, so many pastors, your pastor, I'm sure, uh, mm-hmm. pastors everywhere are, are live streaming their Masses, so. Yeah. Yep, Father Mark Neal in Holy Trinity in, uh, in Beaverdale streams Mass every day, and uh, I think they they. St- they have mass at regular time, and then they it takes about an hour to upload it to YouTube and uh, and stream it on their uh, local parish uh, website. And uh, I know a lot of folks are doing that. So 
we just keep moving forward. Look, we got another 30 days on this uh, social distancing by the president yesterday, so I'm sure that'll extend a lot of things uh, later and later. But you know, we we have to do what we have to do right now. Yeah, I know priests are still working really hard, friends. They're praying harder. I know for for many of their their faithful. So I uh, continue to pray for them that the Lord will keep them up and and uh, and going. Absolutely, and I like your uh, your idea you just brought to Iowa Catholic Radio today, John. The uh, the uh, virtual um, conferences, the men's and then the, maybe the women's later on. I like that. Yeah, virtualcatholicconference.com dot com for both conferences. You can check out uh, women. You can of course get the the women's there, men's there. I I just mentioned the virtualcatholicmensconference.com, dot com, but yes, many many uh, women are signing up for this as well. So do it. That's great. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We, as we heard from Megan earlier, uh, we're going to have a great day. They, it's a weather perfect 10 today on the Richter scale, if you will, on the weather scale, I should say. And right now from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have mostly clear skies, 35 degrees, a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour. As we start off on this Monday, March 30th, and today we will see mostly sunny skies throughout the day here in central Iowa. A high of 61 degrees, northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 40 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry once again, a high of 60 degrees for your Tuesday. And on Wednesday, more of the same, partly cloudy and a high of 60. And the extended forecast for Thursday and Friday, chance of rain both days, highs in the mid to upper 50s. Well, in the news on this uh, Monday morning, President Trump is extending the social distancing guidelines for 30 more days as the coronavirus uh, continues to spread. Four Iowans who've tested positive for the coronavirus have now died. 38 additional Iowans have tested positive for the coronavirus. That brings the uh, total number of positive cases to our state to 336 as of yesterday. Now, the state says 5,013 tests have come back negative. Now, Iowa, Park, Iowa Department of Public Health leaders estimate the uh, first peak of the coronavirus could come within the next two to three weeks. Department leaders say the estimate could change depending on how seriously communities are taking prevention methods put in place by state and local leaders. Now, government leaders say every Iowan needs to assume the virus is in their community and to keep up the uh, self-quarantine and social distancing. Stay home, stay healthy. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended through April 10th, and that may get an extension uh, today with the uh, president uh, extending the uh, the self-quarantine and self-distancing to 30 more days. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly clear skies, 35 degrees, with a northwest wind at 5 miles per hour, and today a perfect 10 on the weather chart. Mostly sunny here in central Iowa, uh, dry, a high of 61 degrees, northeast winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio, news, weather, and sports. On your Monday morning, John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report I'm Mark Amadale. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not a bad drive for you as you uh, make your way into work this morning. Uh, running about eight minutes now from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Seven minutes from the East Mixer to downtown. Again, no accidents. And uh, with the lighter traffic, just remember, uh, keep an eye on your speed as you're making that drive in. 
probably a good idea. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute their project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com at Stravic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. This saint was a champion of austerity and simple living and tried to pull his corner of the world back on track. St. Peter Rigaldo today was a conventional Franciscan in Spain where he championed reform inside his order. Peter's world was full of upheaval. France and England were locked in the Hundred Years' War and Constantinople was about to fall to the Turks. Peter urged those around him to return to a life of poverty and penance. Peter was incredibly generous, living only on bread and water so that others could have food to eat. It was said that the bread never ran out so long as Peter had hungry people to feed. Peter led the friars by his example. The special love of the poor and the sick characterized Peter. We ask today, in these simpler times, St. Peter Rigaldo to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning is for underwriting our saint of the day, 224-1776. That is 515-224-1776. Joe Stopulus, host of Man. Oh, we're going to get him in a second. We'll get him when we come back from this break. Uh, Dr. Matthew Bunsen as well. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, March 30th. I'm Kelly Musher-Collins. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes, live streaming mass, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday mass. On Fridays, you can tune into our Facebook page to watch Father John Bertagli, rector of the cathedral, celebrating his private mass. Bishop Johnson will also be periodically sharing written reflections and video reflections on the Diocesan Facebook and Twitter page. The Diocese Facebook page will also continue sharing online resources as well as videos and masses streamed by priests throughout our diocese. And you can find a variety of resources from the U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops at usccb.org slash coronavirus. That's usccb.org slash coronavirus. A large variety of resources are also available at catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. This includes daily readings, a list of live-streamed masses, and a link with free access to the Magnificat until the end of May. That's at catholiccurrent.org slash COVID-19. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. 
Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Whoa! Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio. What's going on, Joe? Oh, just hang out in my house, John. I know. Have you left? <laughs> oh, I mean, here and there, but yeah. very, very seldomly. Yeah. What, now, how is the Stopulus family holding up here? Well, I mean, pretty darn good, John. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all things considered, we homeschool, so nope, not missing a beat there. No big changes. Um, and then, you know, I, I'm working from home, which is definitely different, but I, I'm able to do it. So we, we consider ourselves very blessed given the... I mean, how terrible everything is around, you know, just for so many other circumstances. So, no, we're good. We're, you're interrupting daily mass, so we're doing daily mass, which has been great. Great. Um, we're doing uh, Bishop Barron's daily mass. And then, John, I should send you the picture, quite frankly. But so a lot of us, especially me, I've been, it's like Groundhog's Day, right? Uh-huh. Every day seems the exact same thing. So last week we, we did we did mass at our house for the first time um, for Sunday mass. And... It just didn't feel right, right? I mean, it just feels really weird. So this week we said, you know what? I'm going to bring a couple of piano benches up. I'm going to bring some kneelers out. We're going to dress up, and we're going to make Sunday Mass at Home special. So we did it. We lit candles. We uh, dressed, and, you know, James was wearing his tie, and the girls were wearing dresses. And just set Sunday apart yesterday, John. It was a lot of fun, and quite frankly, it was, it was needed for the family. That's I cool. I, I really enjoy hearing that. And by the way, big news out of the Stopulus household. I'll let you make the announcement. Oh, yeah, so we also finally made, I mean, apparently when it's Facebook official, that's when it really matters. But, yeah, so our number five, number five is showing in September. John, we got married in 10, had kids in 12, 14, 16, 18, and now in 20. So we kind of got this thing down to a You science. got the spacing thing down to a science, man. Yeah, apparently. That, that's what it is. What do we got coming up on your show? So today is part two of the uh, speech I gave at the men's conference. So, uh, John, if you remember, the, the, it'll be the latter half of the first part, which is really that was my favorite part. Uh, no, what the is, second part. The second part was my favorite part. Second uh, half of the like talk. The stories. Yeah, you like, the, you like the stories. I missed so miss some it, of the first half, though, in fairness. It was really about uh, what is our <laughs> calling uh, as men. Well, how are we calling? And then really, how do we hear that call? Which is the answer for that is through prayer. Uh, and then I segued to, okay, so once we know what our mission is, how are we filled in, in actually achieving that? And that's really through the sacraments. So I tell some stories of my own personal experience with the sacraments uh, and go through that. So that's really what today's. Uh, topic is going to hit on. I, I wish I could give you a, a great dissertation on how to survive coronavirus, but we're not doing that today. We're nope. going to do. Uh, we're going to do the, the men's talk. Inspire so. them in another way. Uh, Joe Stopulus, yeah. host of Man Up, nine o'clock in the morning here, nine o'clock in the evening. You can check it out. Jumping on the podcast as well. Talk to you soon, brother. Thank you, John. See you. All right, let's go to our next guest now, executive director for EWTN News. Going to talk about the global church here and how it's handling this virus. Dr. Matthew Bunsen joins me. Hello, doctor. Good morning. Good to be with you again. Good to have you on again. Um, I was saying, you know, I mean, goodness, I, I remember interviewing you. I had to be like eight years ago, doctor, and now you're all over the place for EWTN um, and, and, and really love following your work as well. You're, you're church historian. That's kind of your background, right? Uh, that would be fair, yes. Okay. Um, 60 priests now, I think. Is is that the count, Italian priests and Franciscan friar from Washington that have died because of this virus? 
That's right, as well as uh, a priest from the Brooklyn Diocese uh, who became the uh, the first priest in the United States to pass away just, uh, I think, just a few days ago. So we're beginning to see the, the global toll, uh, not just on the faithful, but also on the clergy. And uh, we have at least one bishop uh, who's been confirmed with it, a French bishop. Uh, we also have a bishop who died of it, uh, who was at one point a missionary in Africa. So this is um, a serious virus, and there's a lot of discussion about uh, what we can do about it, uh, but let's keep certainly those who are in the front lines of ministry in our prayers. Uh, Vatican City, four uh, people connected to Vatican City have tested positive for coronavirus as well. Um, has the Pope been tested? Yes, he has. Uh, so a story broke uh, over the weekend uh, that the, the rumor was that the, the Pope Francis had it. Uh, the Holy See then released a statement to the effect that, uh, no, the Holy Father has been tested, which would be, of course, uh, basic prudence, uh, that he and his closest advisors have all been tested, and so far, at least, uh, have come up negative. The Roman Curia, or the central government of the Church, continues to function, although with a significantly reduced staff, in, in large measure, because some of the work of the, the Vatican has to go on, regardless of what's happening, I, I think, in particular, of the Congregation for Divine Worship, which is uh, overseeing the, uh, as we're moving toward Holy Week, uh, but also things like the Apostolic Penitentiary, which deals with uh, important matters of confession, penance, and forgiveness of sins. Mm. This just certainly just isn't happening people in the United States or in Italy. Um, some major outbreaks, though, of course, in both of these, uh, are, are these countries, but um, it's also happened elsewhere. How are other uh, countries bracing for this? Well, if we look at the, the countries themselves, and we can look at the Church's response there, uh, we're seeing in England uh, a pretty significant uh, response to a, a COVID outbreak. Uh, very notably, Prime Minister Boris Johnson himself tested positive, uh, Prince Charles tested positive. All of this uh, in the midst of, just a couple of days ago, the rededication of England uh, as a dowry to the Blessed Mother at the Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham, which was a, a remarkable event. It had last happened in 1381 in the midst of another plague. Uh, so one of the beauties of what we've seen in, in the Church's response to this, we saw with Pope Francis, uh, with his extraordinary prayer, moment of prayer, and Eucharistic Adoration on Friday, is that uh, we have very ancient ways of dealing with a crisis like this spiritually. And I think uh, hats off to the English uh, Church, certainly, for how they're confronting this. When the Pope uh, was out for that hour, and I've, I've said publicly this, that was one of the most powerful hours of my life, that, I mean, really, that I can remember. There was a miraculous crucifix that he prayed before. Can you tell the story behind that? Yes, it was a crucifix that's uh, kept in the Church of San Marcello, or the, the St. Marcellus on the Via del Corso in Rome, and it has a pretty remarkable history uh, in that it miraculously survived a fire that pretty much the entire church was destroyed, and yet this crucifix, this magnificent crucifix, survived. And then in 1522, uh, it, in the midst of another one of those plagues that afflicted Rome, uh, it was uh, considered to be one of those miraculous moments uh, when the crucifix itself was brought in procession and the plague ended in much the same way that the, the very same event on Friday, Pope Francis also uh, said some prayers in front of the image of the Salus Populi Romani, which is uh, an icon of the Blessed Mother, uh, that uh, by tradition dates all the way back to St. Luke. And that was also held in 
brought in procession uh, by Pope St. Gregory I the Great in 593 in the midst of one of the worst plagues that Rome has ever seen, and beheld at the end of it a vision of St. Michael sheathing his sword, which the Pope uh, correctly interpreted as an ending of the plague. And that is why uh, the mausoleum of Hadrian, right there on the Tiber, is now known as the Castle San Angelo, the Castle of the Angel, uh, because of that. So again, these beautiful moments of historical and spiritual continuity that we can always come back to. What uh, What's the deal right now with confession? Some people have asked, uh, can we do it virtually? Uh, can you do it by phone? Uh, what is the Church's teaching on that? Well, it's very clear. Uh, there have been some statements uh, put out, I think, uh, by the USCCB as well as by the Holy See that, uh, no, you can't do virtual confessions. If for no other reason, then uh, we have to exercise great prudence uh, that you shouldn't be talking to someone on the phone for something as important as a confession. Uh, But it's also that personal contact that you need to have. Even in the age of social distancing, there are ways of making that work, as we're seeing with very creative responses from priests uh, with drive-through confessions, uh, with confessions in parking lots. Uh, So the the Church provides. uh, We just have to be very clever about it, but also retain the sanctity and the integrity of the sacrament itself. I know you're working hard, but what what else is Dr. Matthew Bunsen doing during quarantine? (laughs) Uh, I'm still going into the office because we have different programs that we need to uh, keep putting out on the air, uh, as well as articles writing. Uh, So uh, life continues uh, for those of us at EWTN News, so I would ask to keep us all in, in your prayer and uh, remember that you can watch uh, EWTN.com for Masses and Eucharistic Adoration, and I know that uh, where you are, you're doing as much as you can also to help the faithful get through what is a very difficult time. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, Doctor. What's uh, what's your website, or where can people find more, read more of your articles? I think they're wonderful. Yeah, you can find me at EWTNnews.com. EWTNnews.com, Dr. Matthew Bunsen. Always a joy, Doctor. Thank you for coming on. Anytime. God bless. Be All safe. Right. You as well. Uh, Good stuff, friends. Pope Francis saying today that the church can trust in the mercy and justice of God. He says, quote, each of us has our own stories. Each of us has our own sins. And if you do not remember them, think a little. You will find them. Let us look to the Lord who acts with justice, but is very merciful. Let us not be ashamed of being in the church. Let us be ashamed of being sinners. The church is the mother of all. He continued in this homily to call. The faithful. I, I, I really kind of took away from reading this homily, and I like to read a, a bunch of his homilies. I, I've really enjoyed them over the years, um, daily homilies especially. Uh, it seems that he's, he's really calling the world, at least in this homily, to an examine. And that's what I took away from it, an examination of conscience, to look to, especially during these, these difficult times, to look to our sinfulness. But no, not to stay there, but to look for, as Christ Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead— so that we can be raised from our sin as well. You know, in listening to the um, to uh, Bishop Barron's uh, Mass over the weekend with my family, um, he, he said something that really struck me at the end of his homily. And he said this, he says, when you read Lazarus come forth, when you read that line from Jesus, he says, replace Lazarus's name with yours. You know, really... Listen to the Lord in in your heart. Say your name. Come forth. And I did. I, I was thinking, John, come forth. You know, the Lord is is calling me. 
He's calling all of us out of the darkness into the light. And that may seem a little grim right now. may seem a little difficult. We are in darkness. But there will be light. The light that flows from, from Jesus. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. We'll be back on live tomorrow here from the Mercy One Studios. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us all and bring us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water we never will run dry Living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known i
Oh,